Beardy and the Beast, The Second Wall. This is placeholder intro song. Welcome to The Second Wall, a binge-free zone where we look at a series and discuss it in small chunks, similar to water-cooler conversations of old. We can be found on most podcast and social media platforms, full list of which can be found at beardyandthebeast.com. Today, Drew and I will be discussing the first two episodes of Eve no Jiken. If you haven't watched these yet, please do. We'll still be here when you return. There will be light spoilers around these episodes. So, Drew. Yes. Did the first couple episodes make you dream of electric sheep? <laughs> I, You know what? I, I like that, uh, that direct call to Blade Runner from the old guy in the cafe. Yeah. Calls Misaki a uh, blade runner. Yeah. <laughs> which I, I thought was really funny. Yeah. I mean, I, I was... I was worried, because this is definitely not my cup of tea. The slice of life kind of thing. The sci-fi edge. Something I really enjoy, so that really like kept me tuned in. I, I, I figured it's kind of why I picked this as the next one because it seemed like a happy medium mm. there's i mean i've there is a lot of like suspending my disbelief so far yeah like just a lot of things don't make sense from a world building aspect yeah, I've had a few things like that too. Mm. Um, I'm curious. I'm curious which one, what the big one that stood out for you was. Well, if all these robots have uh, individual personalities and what seem to be dreams and desires, how come no one seems to know about it? Except for like an underground select few. Why why is it so astounding to these people that they're um like these androids are showing any form of independence? Oh that's not the one that that jumped out at me. Mm. Um and part of that is because at the end of episode two uh, they actually say, okay, they're starting to develop personalities. Mm. So I saw that more as part of the mystery of what's happening within the series, something that is going to be answered, even though not answered immediately off the bat. Um, the big world building thing that got me, and I don't know, like, don't think it was that different in what 2008 2009 when the series came out mm. is okay they've got androids yeah why is there so much media against androids that seems really odd to me like you get the commercial about the would you want a machine to make your tomato Oh, would you would you eat a tomato created by a machine? Yeah, um, and like, like I can get around them treating the androids like machines, but I mean, 
Siri existed at that time, or right around that time. Well, I mean, people say some pretty <laughs> inappropriate stuff to Siri. Yeah, but not so, not necessarily so ubiquitously abusive as everyone seems to be with these androids. Well, it's like you're making a good point because if if they're just robots, like if they're if they're just beasts of labor, um, or something where it's or a better way to put it, if they're if they're closer to say uh, a robot in a automotive plant, <clears throat> like they're just something that serves a function like that without personality, then it doesn't it doesn't make sense to for for there to be so much media against them. Yeah. For like this like weird robot racism that's going on. Yeah. Where I mean I wouldn't condone it, but it would make some kind of weird twisted sense if the racism came after they had already established personalities, hopes and dreams, and were showing independence already. Yeah. Yeah, if they were showing some of that some of that more I mean clearly there's Asimov. Um mm-hmm inspiration in the series i mean it's pretty obvious about that even talking right off the bat with the three rules of robotics well and i i hope they they stick with that because if you if you go as far as um was it one of the stories um from asimov was someone above aboard a spaceship or a space station told a robot to get lost yeah so the robot went and got lost yeah. Um so if this if this is a the robots doing what um their owners are say to them and have, have essentially through those commands giving them personalities it could be very interesting. Um yeah. but I I don't as it stands like this is a very short series the robot racism would make sense to me in like season two. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've only watched two episodes so far, but so far it doesn't make sense. Yeah. And it's just because the androids are clearly a common item, right? Like I think it, it's, it seems odd that Masaki doesn't have a, an Android and you see that, you know, in the school there's, half a dozen androids they're picking up students right so it's common enough that it doesn't quite make sense for for there to be this animosity towards them mm-hmm. i can understand the what was it what were they called dorikai yeah i think what it was um like that part of the media i get that because well, just... you know the that's what it is right you, people if they get to the point of fetishizing them, it's like, yeah, we're going to make, we're going to have waifu pillars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, um, I, I, I feel like they understood the rules of robotics. I think they expressed that very well. Um, when they're talking about, but why was Sammy lying? Uh, because, you know, um, Masaki makes, um, Rukuyo, uh, go through the rules of robotics and it becomes obvious why the robot lied because the first rule is do no harm to a human 
So that means I'm going to lie because telling them the truth is going to cause them harm. Mm. Right? And that, that's that was, a big thing with Asimov, right? Well, that, that's always like... Concrete rules in a subjective universe and what is yeah. what the robot perceives as being harm to a human, right? Yeah. It's... All I can say is like it has a the series has a lot of potential mm-hmm. in that aspect, uh, but I, I think it could also lose it quite easily. Yeah, I mean when when it's I, I if the if the other episodes are as short as the first two episodes, that it's going to be a difficult story to tell. Mm. And the scenes are kind of loose. They're not as tight as, say, Carol Tuesday. Right. So it's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be tough. It's gonna be tough for it to pull it in, have the world building in the universe become concrete, as well as have multiple characters develop. So I agree that it's going to be tough. I I think knowing that the series is so short, like we're, we're talking, it looks like six 15-minute episodes. Yeah. Right, so this is a movie length. So I don't necessarily expect there to be too much more, like, overall world building. Like, I don't expect the... Like, I expect there to be bits of the, I just called it, robot racism mm-hmm. I expect part of that to be there i think that's going to be one of the central concepts i'm guessing that's going to be more to explore the philosophical concepts that that the series seems to be going to uh, i think it's purposefully loose because uh, i'm leaving this going as like yeah, where does the difference lie between the androids and the human and just the clear distinction between when they're in uh, Eve Nojenkin and when they're in, when they're outside of it, having that big personality differences there to have that explored? Well, the, the, thing, uh, the thing that they're illustrating well so far is Rakuo's... Uh... He's conflicted. Yes. He seems to be in some way uh, attracted to Akiko, but not in the way like one would be to a machine. Either mm-hmm. it's like a friend or there's a slice of life, so it could be like a romantic thing. Uh, but in the same aspect, like he he knows Akiko is. Uh, an android but his like the weird conflict that he has going on internally because when he saw Sammy in the same um, place even though he he was going there originally because he knew she had gone there like he was seemed angry and didn't understand what was going on and like essentially attacked her so, like, I think that's what this series is going to be about. Mostly him 
coming to amends like within himself. Yeah, I agree. Like that they're they're not just a possession, that there is some self-agency. Yeah, I guess the the way I see this progressing is I think he was there trying to figure out why his android was broken. Mm. Or what he's assuming is to be as broken. Then he met Akiko. And and I think he was going to be annoyed with Sammy for disobeying orders. Yeah. Then he met Akiko, and I don't think she immediately was helping um, had him uh, trigger the introspection Mm. on how he's dealing with them until he saw her the next day. And like, oh, this was an android. But... Well, it's because yeah, like this person as a friend, right? Yeah, he he originally saw them as being in their own uniqueness. Yeah. It wasn't until after that introduction that it became uh, apparent that they were an android. Yeah. Whereas it's the opposite case for Sammy. Mm. And, yes, and I think a lot of it's going to be both of them adjusting to that, and they showed that. I think fairly well at the end of the of the second episode. So we figure out Sammy's going here because she's trying to do something nice for Riki, uh, Rikuyo. <laughs> and I mean, it makes sense for a snap for not, snap decision to be like I don't even think a snap response was anger. I think. She might have seen it that way. She was embarrassed. She was caught when she straight up told told him that she wasn't doing anything different. Right. And he you already see the change in him because now he thanked her for the coffee at the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna start seeing that, just having that bit of different perspective is going to affect it. I'm curious how Masaki is would is going to respond to this type of thing cuz he seems to be anti-android ish. Mm, he's just curious. I think there's some like spillover from whatever his dad does. Yeah. He's not uh, anti-android himself, but I mean, probably parroting some uh, rhetoric from his dad. Yeah. But th- but again, he seems like... Like Rubik's Syndrome. He's got to solve this puzzle. Yes. Yeah. Um, which is funny because, um, of course, being like a si- slice of life, my first... Uh, my first ship of the series occurred and I was like, Oh, Masaki and Akiko totally need to be together. <laughs> in the first season, I like they make an adorable couple. And then like, yeah, I don't know where this is going. Yeah. Um, uh, it, it's making me feel like there's, there's going to be some good, um, philosophical thoughts in this. I think it's laying the groundwork for it. Um, but it, it's easier to do that because, you know, 
being familiar with Philip K. Dick and being familiar with Asimov, knowing how they explore these things. Um, and I can see, I can see the cyberpunk threads mm. through this, even though it's, no one would ever call this cyberpunk, <laughs> but the threads are definitely there for it. Um, so it'd be interesting to see how that shapes up. Well, I mean, this isn't like this way. It wouldn't be in like the cyberpunk underground where all the like divers are and all that. It's like this is in the upper middle class to wealthy community down the road who has, you know, spoiled children. <laughs> one thing that one thing that I don't understand is. These people treating the androids if they're as if they were beater cars, yeah. Especially when they're like, they're like youth. I I, I would see it more like there's got to be like a significant cost and upkeep to these, like some type of understanding in that way. I'm not giving these things out for free, and I doubt they're cheap. You know? Yeah. So for them to just like seemingly not care about the well-being yeah and that kind of goes back to the issue that i had with the world building it's like they, they're treating these like you know a toaster <laughs> and like i could understand it a bit more if these were robots that were designed like um like they were in the movie version of irobot or you know like the actual Asimov robot that that we have, right? Where it's humanoid, but clearly not clearly not that human. Well, right? Like I would expect to see more people using these as, hey, here's a way for a relationship, or having the robots not be so mechanical. I mean, that same aspect, like. Like, a, a youth wouldn't go out and, well, most youths wouldn't go out and, like, abuse their parents' vehicle or knock over the refrigerator or punch the TV. Like, if, if these are really just possessions in the, the frames of these kids, you, you figure they would have at least some respect to something that was, quote-unquote, owned by the family. Yeah. And I say that fully knowing that, like, from their point of view, because the androids obviously are developing personalities and should be considered unique and self-possessing to some degree. Yeah. Uh, it's just, so yeah, I mean, but it feels like a world, like the world is built that they don't think of these things as any more than basic machines. Again, it was yeah, but on my, the TV where they're having these ad advertisements. So it's not just these kids not caring. It seems like the world doesn't. Yeah, it's just, it's, I think it's a failure in world building. Yeah. Because, yeah, there's no, there's no reason for there to be the anti-robot robot rhetoric. Yeah. I don't know. Well, we'll see. We got some more episodes to go. And I'm, yeah. I'm interested in seeing what they do with it because... It's either going to fall super flat, or I think it's going to do really well. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm hopeful. Like, and 
I knew like the two line synopsis when I was trying to figure out our next um, second wall, mm-hmm. um, which I know is two lines more than you had. <laughs> 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 but it, it's, I can see why this was on some of the lists that I was looking at when I looked at the series, at least from the first couple episodes. There's been some beautiful anime, beautiful still shots. Um, I wouldn't necessarily say it's on the same level as like Carolyn Tuesday or Ghibli, but there were some very beautiful shots. Um, and there was also some CGI shots where I'm kind of like, eh. <laughs> um, it's kind of half and half on that aspect. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I'm interested, very interested in the story where it's going. Um, I said, as you said, it seems like it's going to be a bit sparse. I agree with that, but I don't necessarily think that's going to be a bad thing. Um, some things that they did really well, I really liked how they showed Sammy's emotions. Mm. They showed that a couple times where you could see just like how sad she was when... Um, Ruko was just giving her orders and then how happy she was when he just thanked her. Like it's, it's nice little touches. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see where it goes. I wonder if they're the little teaser that we ended with. Um, I wonder if they're going to go, Oh God, this is a problem that these androids are developing personalities. Or if they're going to be, oh, good, the androids have finally started developing personalities. I have a feeling it's going to go to the former, but. Well, it's a thing like it may also, like it could be a uh, controlled test. could be something about that environment. could be some type of virus. Like, it's not quite expressed yet. Yeah. But. I'm not. I hope it doesn't end up being like a whole conflict because they're developing personalities. I hope they keep it more like actual slice of life and about the relationship of these different characters, especially those within the Yvno Jacan. Yeah, agreed. Because that's what I'm interested in. Like, I'm interested if. Um... Is it Rena, the, uh... Uh, the cafe worker? Nagi. Okay. Um Yeah. Um like I'm interested like are are they an android? Like I was I was said that they expressed that the old man was an android and the the kid was uh like a bio yeah. bio, bio biological girl because I was hoping yeah. it would be um left up in the air. Yeah. And they wouldn't tell you. Yeah. Uh, the other one that, of course, I'm because I was actually going to ask you that. Um, did you think Nagi was android or human? Or, and um, of course, the guy that Masaki tried to follow, I'm wondering. Uh, well, I mean, I don't think it matters. Yeah. Uh, the guy who was followed, I don't think it matters because if he was, if he was the one that called the investigator or special yeah. agent or whatever that lady was at the end 
uh, it could have been as an android. It could have been as a human. It's it's more about what their actions are and what they've done, what their identity is. I could see it mattering to Masaki's character. Mm. I can see. I can see Masaki using that guy as the Turing test equivalent. Okay. He tell. Right. Um, I think it could matter for Nagi being human or android, and I hope they never tell us. I like. I like the idea of leaving that up in the air. Well, I think I think like all the all the people in the uh, except for Akiko because that was important. But I, I I was thinking that all the people in the cafe should have been left up in the air. Yeah. Unfortunately, like they'll probably tell us who the couple is. I imagine. Well, the next episode I think is about the couple. Yeah. I think that's the, from the teaser. I think the dude's an android. Mm. Be interesting if neither of them were. Or, or both, both of, of them. them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think that would be the I think the most interesting story would be both of them being an android. Um and we'll we'll see how it how it's plays out um and yeah i agree i think for the most part we shouldn't know and again i think that plays more into the the philosophical question that seems to be being raised there like it's that idea of what separates the man from the machine when you've made them like this if they've got personalities is there a difference and doesn't matter. I agree, Akiko. We needed to know for her because of that catalyst aspect um, for the change that we're going to likely see in Rukio. I'm pretty sure the the different groups of people uh, in the cafe are going to be used to express or change like our primary protagonist. So that's mm. going to be what's used to explore is changing of mind and attitude and heart when it comes to like androids and them being like unique creatures yeah i think i think that's the purpose of the cafe and probably the original structure of this yeah whether or not they throw some philosophicalness on top I, th I think this this feels structured more a slice of life with a bunch of set dressings than um, philosophical contemplations portrayed as a slice of life. It's important yeah. what came first, the chicken or the egg. That's fair. It it it. I definitely feel the slice of life first, but uh, again, I see. I just get the impression that the creator was familiar with the works of Asimov, works of Philip K. Dick, and is taking that, taking that to heart and using it to explore the slice of life. Well, we will see. 
We will. So next episodes will be three and four. Yes. I'm not sure if I say excited, but I'm not wary. I definitely am interested in watching these. Um, It's got me hooked enough that when I watched the first two, I was like, well, I want to watch the next ones now. Yeah. But (laughs) I could wait. So I don't think it's... It doesn't quite have me like say the first two episodes of Squid Game and the first like three episodes of Carol Tuesday. Yeah. But it's definitely got more of me than the last couple episodes of either of those series. (laughs) (laughs) Release it. Release it. (laughs) Thanks for huddling around the second wall with us here tonight. Join us next time as we continue our discussion of Eve No Chicken with episodes three and four. Please join the conversation in the comments, on social media, or at our Discord, as we would love to get your thoughts on the series. And of course, if you like what we do, please share us with your friends.